Hey everyone, welcome to another great episode of the Rodcast. I got the great privilege of chatting with Pastor Rod today and we're really going to be focusing on can we as individuals and communities experience joy in tough times and why is joy so important for us. So looking forward to chatting about that. But before we dive in, um, if you are enjoying the Rodcast, we'd love it if you'd rate uh, rate the podcast or leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube and share it with friends. Just send out a link because um, if you're being encouraged by it, I'm sure others will be encouraged by it too. So awesome. Thank you for doing that. And so Pastor Rod, today um, we're going to be talking about pain and joy and all that. But just to recap for those that may have not listened to the last episode on joy, uh, just what is joy and, and how can we get closer to joy? Well, God, God's joy is an internal quality. The kingdom of God uh, is all about uh, Romans fourteen seventeen. Uh, we were talking about this a moment ago. The kingdom of God is not about eating or drinking, but about right, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It's 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 a Holy Spirit thing. It's and it's internal mm. satisfaction, internal fullness, mm. internal internal sense that God is with us, and and hopefulness. Brightness might be another word, internal brightness, internal hope, internal. And it's not happiness. Happiness is a good thing. I, I, I want to be happy. I want to have good things on the outside, have nice food and live in comfort, of course, uh, whatever. That's happiness. Happiness comes and goes. But joy is a, is a virtue that should be there in our lives by the Holy Spirit. We talked about how uh, yeah. God will, will, will draw people by letting them taste his joy and his love. Uh, as as non-believers here in Japan and many nations, we've seen people talk about that, their yeah. journey to Christ and how they there was an awakening, um, being amongst God's people of joy and love. So And then receiving the Holy Spirit living in us, we should have the fruit of the Spirit mm. operating, the second one being joy, love, yeah. joy, peace, patience. There's nine of them. And mm. so we talked about joy being this, this constant this, mm. no matter what happens on the outside, no matter what what happiness level I'm at, I mm. can maintain my joy even yeah. in the hard times. Hence our topic today. Oh, awesome! So yeah, let's let's dive into this topic of can we experience joy in in the hard times? And and mm. maybe you can also add on to that. Why do you think joy is so important for us in hard times? Well, I just think it's it's one of the gifts of God. It's a gift. Mm. And so um, we must understand it. We must have the right thinking about it. And um, it's just really important to me that, that it says the, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm. And um, I, I really think that even as a young Christian, I understood this in the hard times too. Yeah. Because I, I, I became a believer. I was a fireman in a, in a mm. big fire station in Sydney, Australia. There was 54 men on my platoon alone. Mm. That's a lot of men and um, a lot of guys, a lot of tough guys, a lot of strong guys, a bit like me, right? No, no, no. no. Um, but uh, that, some very, very strong men in there. And um, I, I came from sadness into Christ and immediately felt on the night of my salvation when I said yes to Jesus, this heaviness lift me, this mm. joy come into me that has never left yeah. I think there's been ups and downs of the level of joy. We can talk about that, but absolutely changed my life. Wow. I said goodbye to depression and selfishness. Well, I wish I wish it was 100%, but it was a, a real change. Mm. And I was filled with this supernatural joy. 
Mm. It wasn't natural. I, I was still the same person, right? Um, yeah. I, I went went to that little church that night, unsaved, came home saved. I'm the same. I'm, I'm me, but I'm now born again, and yeah. I'm now uh, f- full of God's joy and and mm. love and forgiveness. And I think that's how important it is that we understand it is a value of our yeah. life, of our salvation, and of fighting against depression, which I think we should talk about a bit later because I think we need to. Those mm. words are very sincere. We need to fight against sadness and depression and bad thoughts. Yeah. That's part of being a growing Christian yeah. or Christian at any level. But there must be a, a definite sense of joy deep within me from mm. the Holy Spirit. Now, as a fireman, I was changed. I went to, went to the fire station the next day and said, hey, guys, great news. I've become a Christian. And they all walked away totally disinterested. Like no one was interested except my good friend Steve, mm. Steve Davis was my friend mm. and he was the toughest guy in my platoon. He was okay. we we called him Rambo. He was not it's probably more like um Nathan Statham sort of stature, mm. like not yeah. the biggest man in the room, but the toughest man in the room. And yeah. he had been in the military, the British military in the Middle East and mm. he'd been in war and he was now a fireman. Mm. And the reason why that's important in the story is that I actually got after day three of being a Christian, I got hit in the head by the, 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 the pusher, the drug pusher in the station. And he said, don't you ever talk about Jesus again. Mm. And Steve, my Rambo friend, saw me get hit in the yard. We, we were the only ones in the yard. It's me, the pusher, and Steve. Comes up, grabs the guy by the collar. I know his name, but I won't say it. Grabs him by the collar. I didn't do this. Steve did this. <laughs> Grabs him and he says in his British accent because he's from from that very strong accent, said, if you ever, ever touch Rod again, I'll kill you. <laughs> and the pusher said, okay, Steve, okay, Steve, okay, Steve. Uh, so I went home shaken. Mm. Like three days, this all happened. This is real. This really just happened. Yeah. And I opened the Bible and, and you know, you open it and, you know, God speak to me. That's a bit hard to do with a digital Bible. But anyway, yeah, that's a good cool. Bible. Yeah, um, and 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 I was shaken. I mm. could have been shaken to the point of saying, "What's this new life in Christ?" Right? It's, mm-hmm. I, I could have been. Um, it was shocking. It was unexpected. Mm. But I got hit. I actually got hit, and sure. um, and unpopular because of my stand. Mm. Anyway, um, the scripture and God spoke to me. Out of the scripture and said, it's Isaiah 7, 9, if you don't stand strong in your faith, you will not stand at all. And I felt the strength and I felt Mm. the joy. Yeah. Right there. Three days Mm. into my Christian experience, all that happened within a number of hours. Yeah. And and I was just absolutely realized this is supernatural, that I really should be scared. I should be shaken, but I was filled with peace, Mm. joy. And I went back to the fire station the next morning. Uh, quoting that verse, remembering that yeah. verse, and that bully never came near me again, probably because Steve said he'd kill me. He'd kill him <laughs> if he came near me. But I, I believe it was yeah. protection as well. Yeah. A lot of my story is to do with protection. Mm. And, and the joy of knowing I'm protected is pretty. So yeah. I think we just need to get this, this concept into our heart that yeah. no matter what happens, there is a supernatural element that God has added to our life. It's called joy. Yeah. Sure, that's so good, and and I think 
even we were talking last uh, last episode about joy and some of the scriptures Jesus was talking about in John 13, uh, 14, 15, and 16. And even in that, he talks a lot about joy being full. And he also says that in this life, you will face many trials, but yeah. but take heart because I'm with you. So, mm. so I think is, would you say this is some of the keys to understanding joy in the hard times is knowing yeah. that God is with us? And again, New Testament is very clear that there there is hardships. Um, I think if anyone teaches there's not, it's it's fake teaching. There's mm. there's, there's stuff happens, and it's yeah. going to happen to us. And um, yeah. so what we have to understand is, okay, tough times are going to come. So what is it? Like you said, Jesus mm. said, "I'm going to be with you." Mm. He doesn't say, "I'm going to remove all the tough times." He says, "I'm going to be with you," and I'm going to my kingdom is within you, and. Um, Love and joy is in you, so mm. it's the strength, it's the staff to yeah. hold us, hold us tight in the hard times. Mm. So yes, Jesus does talk a lot about the yeah. hard times, and he's praying to the Father and says, "Father, I, you know, protect them." And mm. um, you know, he says to his disciples, "You know, stuff's going to happen." And um, he says to Peter, "When when you when you return to me, <laughs> yeah. um, you're going to be a leader." He's actually yeah. prophesying Peter's going to betray him three times. And yeah. um, I mean, these guys are going to go through untold pain and problems. Mm. He said, "If you know, being a disciple. But then he also said, but when I go, you're going to get the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that's when he starts talking about this joy. Mm. Three, three times Jesus in this teaching says, says you're going to have the joy. My, your joy will be full. You're yeah. going to have the Holy Spirit. He's going to teach you. He's going to put words in your mouth what you need, and he's going to be with you. So the whole picture of our Christian life is not exempt from pain mm. or troubles. It's mm. that God is with us, and he's given us these supernatural tools or characteristics mm. to get through the hard times. So, yeah, I think I think Jesus is very honest, yeah. very clear. In fact, the whole Bible, really, the whole Bible, mm. I don't think there's, there's any book in the Bible that says everything's going to be rosies. And so, if people are not warned about that and then the hard times come, I think that's when there's troubles. Mm. In fact, when Jesus tells a parable about the four soils, one of the parable, one of the four soils is where there's, there's rocky ground, there's shallow soil, mm. and it says people receive the word with joy, but because of opposition to the word, they quickly fall away. Jesus yeah. is saying, if we don't teach people the reality of this, they could fall away. We yeah. actually have to say to people, uh, now that you're a Christian, you need to get strong. We need to say that. You need to understand yeah. God is in you. God is with you. Get yeah. his word, journaling, mm. get a word from God, yeah. hang in there, hold on, yeah. hang in there, come on, because the world has a pull away. Mm. And in that soil, it says when opposition comes because of the word, the mm. word of God. So yeah. that means Jesus is saying there's going to be opposition to the word of God that you believe in. Mm. Well, I don't want to quickly fall away. I want to be warned. Mm. I want to be warned that there's trouble, but yeah. God is with me and yeah. God's strength is in me through the trial. Mm. Sure. That's awesome. So this so joy and strength is this it's, it's something that's deep within. It's an inner joy, inner strength and yeah. so what what is the source of that strength that joy and how do you how do you access it how do you tap into it in, in the, if you can use that language 
Well, the source is Jesus. Um, in in in, Matt, in John fifteen, um, we, we read this scripture before, but it's great scripture. Um, in John fifteen, he's talking about loving people. Mm. Jesus is giving us a command, and it's um, it's you know some some tough teaching here. Uh, it's hard to love all people and whatever. Mm. Um, but but he's saying, uh, I've told you this so that my joy may be in you, and your joy may be complete or full. That's John fifteen. 11 my mm. joy whose joy jesus joy holy spirit mm. joy father's yeah. joy um we understand this is the source is god this is a yeah. godly characteristic it's supernatural and it's in us by the holy spirit living in my life and i love it, it says jesus says my joy yeah what sort of god is god is a joyful god mm. he has a lot of characteristics but one of them is joy yeah um it says, you know, in, in uh, Luke 15, the, the, when, when something's lost, the lost sheep, the lost coin, the lost son is found. There's joy, 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 joy. There's joy in the yeah. mission and the completion of the mission. And we talked about that last time if people want to go back and, and listen to it. But Jesus is calling it my joy. I think that's a revelation. Yeah. When we get to heaven, it talks about joy, no tears. Well, that's mm. the perfection of joy. Yeah. We're not living... In, in heaven, we're living on earth where there is pain, hmm. but we can still have internally yeah. the kingdom of God and joy. So, what's the source? It is God. It's his Holy Spirit living in our life. How can we have more? Leaning into God. Yeah. How do we lean into God? It means focus. It understands the priority. It's worship. It's his word. It's, it's doing things that feed mm. the, those good things, mm. feeding love, feeding joy and People that, that leaning away, no judgment on that for them, but I just say to them, it's not the right stance to get mm-hmm. hard time and lean away from God. It's like, why would you do that? Why don't yeah. you lean into God, mm. get a scripture, hold on, get some good fellowship, get prayer, mm. um, lean in, and yeah. that joy percolates, mm. you know, like percolating coffee. It just percolates. It's in us, but it percolates as we lean in. Yeah. To God. Maybe that's a new picture for some people. <laughs> I know you love coffee. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So um I'm interested to just yeah, your thoughts on so so this joy is an internal thing, but um how does does joy can you see joy in someone? Can you can does it cut is it seen on the in the way that people talk in their face? Uh maybe people have different personalities. Yeah. You could be more of a charismatic person or more of a and not a charismatic person, but should should we be able to see joy in others? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. And Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So I think the first thing that physically changed for me, like I felt joy the first night of mm. salvation, I felt joy. But then I, I spoke joy. Mm. I spoke to people about I love God's changed my life and I yeah. feel happier. And you mm. know, one of my surfing friends said, oh, you know, we liked you before. And I said, yeah, but I'm happier. I'm happier. I feel yeah. good. So, so I think, yeah, you you got to express joy with our words, mm. and 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 then from that, I think it's going to affect every part of our, our being because it says in James, the tongue is the smallest part, but it it sets the body on fire or it sets the body on life. Mm. So I think the tongue is the mm. first, and, and that doesn't mean we have to be speaking. I mean, we're not always speaking out loud, but there's just something yeah. that is on the outside. Yeah, that's it's the tongue, it's the expression. Because we can talk with our eyes, right? Yeah, we can talk with our face, 
We mm. can talk with our smile. We can yeah. talk with our countenance or our um, posture. We can yeah. count. We can have joy with our responses to people, with yeah. the fun and the joy and the silliness and the goodness mm. of being in a family. We yeah. can have that. It, yes, I think joy must be on the outside. And I, yeah. I have heard some people say this, that my joy is deep joy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the way they look, um, the way they speak, mm. I think that's not attractive. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know you have joy. Yeah. And this is going to be a little bit brutal, but I, I was taught as a young Christian, all right, I was taught this as a young Christian that, you know, we don't want, want to be like the Christians that go up to someone and say, hi, would you um, like to have Jesus? And their answer would be, does, does he look like you? You know, like, <laughs> well, that's done. challenging. Like, yeah. All I see from Jesus is amazing responses. Amazing. Yeah. What a great, great God and yeah. son of man, son of God we have. Um, yeah. The answer to your question is yes, it must show. The yeah. fruit of the Spirit means there's fruit. Boom, 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 boom. I got fruit now. Mm. I got fruit. My tongue, my expression. As in my story, that depression left. Mm. And although it tried to come back, I never let it come back. It, it, yeah. it, it was a new day. And so... I was able to say to my friends, you, you may not like my new lifestyle, but you, you can't deny I'm happier. Mm. And I met that same surfing friend years later and he said, Rod Plummer, he said, you, you certainly are a different man and, <laughs> and what we knew. I said, yeah, I am. I, yeah. I just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying life. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I got saved, my father was not happy. He said, oh, son, I liked you before when you were drunk. That was, that was better mm. than this. And I said, but dad, I'm happier. And... Mm. So, I got saved at 19 and when I was 40, that's 20 years later, my dad, who was still not a believer, said to me, well, son, I don't believe what you believe, but I can't deny that mm. you've got a great life and a great wife and two great sons yeah. and I can see that your God has blessed you. That's what he said. Yeah. I can see that your God has blessed you and I said, dad, my God can be your God right now. Mm. Right now. And he said, no, I've lived like a dog. I'm going to die like a dog. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> and it was like end of story. Yeah. That was when I was 40 and he was like in his 60s. Well, my dad died at 90 and three days before he died, he opened his heart to Jesus and, <laughs> and invited Jesus to his oh, life. And, so good. and the old priest that was telling me the story who led him to Christ with joy, mm. he said, mm. your father, he opened his life. So... I'm just so glad that my father saw that there was something yeah. good in Jesus and not something yeah. heavy in Jesus. Sure. Because I don't think my father would have ever responded to something that wasn't, wasn't looking good. Yeah. Um, sure. I, I don't mean good looking. I mean looking attractive and a yeah. great life. Yeah. So, it's a long answer to your question, but we have mm. to show joy. It, yeah. And, and then there's stories like, like bringing back the lost sheep and the lost son, where they says, "Let's rejoice together. Let's yeah. let's rejoice." So there's yeah. there's a rejoicing culture in the church. There's a mm. there's a happy culture. There's a yeah. yeah. Let's eat again. Let's let's sing again. Let's yeah. Let's reach some more people again. And, and definitely, yeah. and and here in Japan, I was saying in the last last one of these um, rodcasts that here in Japan, God said to us, the young Japanese must see an expression of joy. Mm. And so, for 20 years, we've had joyful church, serious yeah. about worship, serious about the word, but full of fun, yeah. full of joy, full of food. That's a good mm. one. Full of, <laughs> full so of 
forgiveness. Yeah. And it's just been an amazing journey, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been so good. I love it. So, yeah, I think it's good to express express the joy that's down in, deep inside. And I think that that's also encouraged people in worship. It's really to express that love to God yeah. uh, on outward expression, which is great. So, I'd love to uh, hear your thoughts on uh, is it like how – is it insensitive for us to be full of joy in the midst of pain? So maybe uh, you're a follower yeah. of Jesus in a country where there's war and there's mm. there's mm. destruction around you, and the economy is collapsing, and yeah. uh, or you're part of a community where there's been a lot of loss. Like, is it insensitive yeah. to have joy, or or how do we express that joy yeah, in that, that in that context? It's a great question, and I, I you know I've been around grieving people. You know, someone's passed mm. away or funerals and. The the answer would be you've got to be appropriate mm. to the situation, but not denying denying you've got joy. I mean, mm. um, I've been at funerals where, you know, um, the, the Christian funeral and and people are crying, and so you're not gonna you're not gonna go whoopee. Yeah. But I think that everybody in that Christian funeral has a real sense of joy that their loved one is now in heaven. There yeah. is a definite joy. Yeah, you know, I've I've even seen some funerals. Uh, maybe on TV or a couple of ones in, in in presence where people are making loud noises and actually, you know, actually singing yeah. and shouting and and rhythm. Yeah. Now, there's tears running down their face. Yeah, but there's actually joy. So at that funeral, I will be appropriately loud. <laughs> if it's yeah. a quiet funeral, I will be appropriately quiet and respectful, mm. but I'll maintain my joy. Yeah, for people in war zone, you know, I, I was thinking we we have to think about this right now because of the uh, yeah. the Ukraine war and yeah, could could be any area. And mm. as I look at some of the um the soldiers who have come back, mm. and they're constantly singing, mm. they're singing their national songs, they they're singing you know um whatever they're singing, and mm. and I look at that and I think you know they they have to maintain that they have to maintain morale. Yeah, they've got to maintain heart. Mm. and unity and camaraderie and family and, and nationhood and patriotism. They, they've got to maintain that. And I mm. I think it's the same with us with being with people in war zones yeah. or in, in sickness zones is we've got to keep a, a, a an appropriate joyfulness. Yeah. So I've been in, in hospital rooms where we, we, we've sung, we've mm. prayed with joy with people, we've yeah. smiled and said it's going to be okay because – uh, God is with you, and no matter what happens, God is with you. Mm. Um, I think I think we have to be appropriate, but mm. I think that it'd be wrong for us to withdraw our yeah. concept that we play a part in in God's touching them. Mm. So I've tried to give a a bit of a picture here of mm. you know I've been in some of the poorest homes in the world and walked in there and we sang and and I prayed. For healing, and mm. um, uh, we saw some miracles, and sometimes we didn't see some miracles. But yeah, um, I, I've been in those situations. I know you have too in in parts of Africa. My yeah. experience is in Asia, in some very mm. poor zones, and I've had to go and pray for people. With, with a lot of people, when we were in Thailand, a lot of people had AIDS back then. Mm. That was the big disease back then. Mm. I had to go to home and pray for people, and yeah. And, and say, God is with you and I'm praying yeah. for you. And so, See, mm. if I take their sadness, I'm not going to help anybody. Yeah. So, I've got to maintain my joy that's appropriate mm. to this yeah. emotional situation. 
Yeah. So it's not over the top. Yeah. But it's certainly maintaining a joyful mm. my words, my face. God is yeah. God is here. Yeah. He can yeah. do something. And yeah. as I said with Ukraine, watching them sing, I, I would sing. I don't know if I'd sing with them. I don't know their songs, but I'd, I'd be singing in my heart and, and encouraging yeah. them and saying, yeah. no matter what happens, God is with you mm-hmm. and maintain yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some great scriptures I could bring in. I, you know, one of the ones um, in Psalm 30 verse 5, it says that there's, there's tears in the night but joy in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a concept I think I would say to those people that this is real tough. I don't, we, mm-hmm. No one's denying it. It's, it's, it's yeah. horrendous. But maintain something of God's presence and there's going mm. to be a brighter day. There's yeah. going to be hope. Yeah. And people might say, well, what if they die? Well, hopefully they'll go to heaven, right? And, mm. um, you know, I, when you're in war zones and sickness zones, you you actually do talk about stuff like that. Like, mm. it, like saying it here, it might sound, wow, that's pretty brutal. But when you're in war zones and sickness mm. zones yeah. and poverty zones, people mm. are looking for hope. Yeah. You've got to to bring the hope and and bring the joy. But listen to this scripture. I think this is a really important one. Um, It's from Habakkuk. And Habakkuk's a great prophet that reaches out to God and says, God, I've got some complaints. Why is there evil in the world? That's that's an interesting one. Habakkuk asked that question first. Yeah. And and God says, write down the answer. Mm. And and so Habakkuk gets the answer. And the end of of Habakkuk, Habakkuk 3, um, it's just, I think it's a great concept where like a lot through the negatives, I'm still going to do something. Yeah. Here we go. This is in verse 17. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vine, though the <laughs> olive tr- crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there's no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will <laughs> rejoice in God, my savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to go to the heights. Sure. Now, that's the sort of leader I would want to see in a hard time. Yeah. That's the sort of leader I would like to be sure. in a hard time. Wow. When people start saying, well, you know, where's your joy now? Yeah. Where's your God now? Mm-hmm. I'd like to say, well, I don't know. I don't know all that stuff. Well, I do know God is with us. But yeah. I, I don't know about the, the, ha- the happiness stuff. Mm. But even in my pain, I still will yeah. praise God. Sure. Because where else will I go? Yeah, so good. A person in darkness and pain and hope and then they've got no hope, no God is worse Mm. than if we speak in a word of faith. So good. It's appropriate. It's appropriate to the situation. Sure. So, I think it seems like you, you, you can't separate these concepts of joy and hope and faith. Like they, they all, they all intertwined it's all found in jesus it's like the only reason i can have this joy in the tough time is because i have the hope and the faith in jesus i've got his presence there's the the faith of the present uh work of god in my life and the hope of what god is gonna continue to do now in this life but also in the 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 new creation life when we 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 live with god again so yeah i think it's it's such a good thing and which maybe you just mentioned that um, that's the kind of leader that I want to follow, and maybe you can speak into to to fathers, to mother, to parents, to leaders, uh, just some things that that you've learned of how to keep a community in joy, a family in joy. Because I've been part of your leadership team for over four years now, and 
And I know some of the pain that you've had to walk through mm. and lead through. And, but yet I've always seen you uh, lead and keep ma- and maintain a, a culture of joy mm. in a community, which has been a blessing to be a part of. Yeah. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Well, one of them is that what I just said, Psalm 30, verse 5, it says there's tears in the night, but there's joy in the morning. I've, I've really believed that, that mm. things can get better, that things will get better. And if people have a hard time, I, I say, don't deny, don't deny the pain. Don't, don't deny where you are. You've got to acknowledge it and, and go to prayer. Mm. The Bible says, cast your cares upon him, Jesus, because he cares for you. Mm. Talk to God. Go to, go to prayer. So the first thing is that maintaining that hope in prayer, mm. that this can't contain, this can't continue. There's got to yeah. be a breakthrough somewhere. Yeah. And someone says, well, what if there's not? And I say, well, what if there is? Mm. In other words, I'd rather live with hope than without hope. Yeah. So the first thing is that, that, that things could get better. In fact, yeah. overnight, things often get better for me. Yeah. I often go to bed praying, clean heart, just making sure I'm forgiving, sleeping. It might be a troubled sleep to some degree, but waking up with a sense of hope. And yeah. I've always said that to people, let's sleep be a divider between the sadness and the joy. Mm. Now, it may not, but I think it's a great concept yeah. that, that, that time is a healer, process is a healer with God. Mm. And so, there's tears now, but mm. there's going to be joy in the morning. Yeah. Um, the second and last thing I'd say is journaling, just reading God's word. That, mm. that story of me being hit in the face when I was three days, I learned to journal. I learned to go to God and his word and say, God, yeah. speak to me. God, mm. help me and write or, or note that word. Mm. God spoke because the one the notes I'm sharing today are all from those difficult moments. Yeah. They're all learnt in the hard time, let me tell you. Yeah. When those <laughs> scriptures, like the one I just read, this is not happening and that's yeah. not happening, yet yeah. I will rejoice. It's a mm. determination. You know, Psalm 103 is another one where David is saying, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Yeah. Bless the Lord all within me. Praise his name. So yeah. so scripture is speaking to me. Mm about maintaining hope and joy and mm. faith yeah. in the hard times. And I think it's supernatural. Yeah. You know, the Bible says that God's word is sharper than any two-edged sword. It's supernatural. It's, mm. it's alive and active. Yeah. It's supernatural. Mm. And that's why I'm saying don't lean away and go away from Scripture and away from mm. church and worship. Lean in. Mm. Lean in yeah. and believe that God's supernatural strength. Yeah. Because that Scripture, again... Uh, Nehemiah eight four, I think it is. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Yeah, is that right? It's either eight four or ten four. Anyway, the joy of the Lord <laughs> is yeah. your strength. So I'm just I'm peppering you with scriptures right now because I learnt them in the hard times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And I love what I love about that one you mentioned of David's, where where he says, "Bless the Lord, O my soul." It, it feels as if he's He's leading his soul. He's right. He's making a, a decision. And I think that's something that I've I've seen as a as a, a something that helps me lean in is when there's a tough time, I have a decision to make. I have a decision. Am I just gonna sit in this place or am I gonna step up and say, Okay, I'm gonna praise God? And I think some people say, Oh, that's fake and it's not, but right. I, I think it's it's not fake. It's there's something real about making a decision to praise God, and it's based on the faith that we have in the God that we we believe in the goodness of God. So, mm. yeah. Well, that, 
as I was saying before, joy is internal. Mm. So, if on the outside, I'm not feeling happiness, but I speak happiness, that's not fake. Mm. That's real. That's my heart. I think we need to yeah. reverse this. And as yeah. an Australian, and I don't know about South Africa, but Australia, there is, there's, there's a high thing about this, don't, don't be fake. Don't, you know, mm. you know, tell it like it is. But I, I, I also would say, but hang on a sec, this is real. Yeah. This is who I am. Mm. I do love God. Yeah. And I'm going to speak out of my heart rather yeah. than out of my circumstances. So I would yeah. kick back in that and say, yeah. when I'm speaking positively in a negative situation, I'm being real. Mm. That's, that's actually who I am. Yeah. So, anyway, that's yeah. maybe that's wisdom so to someone there who yeah. <laughs> is Because I think, I think I heard the concept of saying that, you know, the circumstances and situations are temporary, but the truth is eternal. And the, yeah. the truth that we have in Christ is eternal. So, it's, it's, it's actually more real in some sense. So, me, yeah. us living from the inside of the hope, the joy that we have and speaking it out is being more real than just living in that, that, that moment of, okay, we're in the pain right now, but actually God, God is greater than that. So, that's awesome. Sure. It's really good, buddy. Hey, listen, I've been bothering myself with that scripture, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So, I want to I want to tell you it's Nehemiah 8.10. <laughs> Someone here is going to be very annoyed at me. I want to <laughs> clarify as we go out. Uh, Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Come on. That's so good. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's been such a great chat. I'm sure we could keep chatting for hours on this topic, but... Uh, we have to we have to come to a close. But any final thoughts, uh, Pastor Rod, on this idea of joy, even in the tough times, as we close? Jesus said, "My joy is in you, and mm. I will make it full." And I want to encourage you to believe for that. Lean into God. Mm. If you don't know Jesus, He loves you. He wants to draw you. But if you do know Him, come on, mm. let's all live together. Let me pray, Lord. I pray that we would know Your joy yeah. and be full. In our lives, and those especially going through a hard time would not go backwards, would lean in, look for scripture, look for joy in the morning, be with them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much, Pastor Rod, and thank you, everyone, and catch you next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you enjoyed today's episode with Pastor Rod, why don't you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this and we'll see you next time.